Here we are. Hi, how's it going? Good. <laughs> we're in person. We're maskless because we're vaccinated and outdoors. And we're outdoors. We're outside of flappers. We've done this before. There's a Sears behind us, and we're on the corner of uh, First Magnolia. Magnolia and First in Burbank right mm. now. There you go. That's a clock eater telling people where we are. <laughs> Already have, with this attitude. Well, let me tell you something about this attitude. <laughs> we both. Did you fly today? You flew today. I flew this afternoon from. Uh, uh, we had a, a, a. No, Uber and Lyft are fucking bananas. They're way overpriced. Yeah. And, well, you have a, more of a story than I do. I mean, everyone should have uh, the number of a cab ready and call them first. And you know? just plan ahead. I, yes. I got a series of. I I complained one complaint tweet. And some woman literally itemized different ways I could have gotten to the airport. Oh, God. At which point I was like, okay, I think you just want to tell me that I didn't plan this correctly. (laughs) Because, and I'm going to let you have that. Because you are correct. I think, what, now it's a a pine for me. What do you think about coming in first flight versus sleeping it out and then just getting here and then just being tired normally from a flight? You mean waking up early on Sunday coming morning? Coming back. Yeah, coming back. I hate it. I, I say sleep in and uh, fly out at your leisure. I think that you were correct. Yeah. <laughs> I think that I was incorrect. Because you feel like shit all day. Yeah. And you're going to feel kind of tired anyway? Yeah. So why? Like, so my flight was at 7 a.m. No. Glendale, Arizona is no. so far away from the Phoenix airport. Right. So I, and, and Tom told me this, the guy who owns Stir Crazy, he was mm-hmm. like, I've tried to schedule. It usually doesn't work. Guess what happened? <laughs> Didn't work. Uh, so I scheduled it for 4.30. So he scheduled a... No, I, I scheduled okay. it. Okay. He gave me cash. Okay. He also didn't know that the prices had gone up a lot. Yeah. So he Venmoed me more money when I sent him a screenshot of this banana land. Because here's what... What happened? I saw that screenshot. A it screen- was more than a, a plane ticket. Right. It was more than the plane ticket to Phoenix. And wow. um And... and I have to say I'm proud that I did not lose my shit and have a temper tantrum. Good. Granted, there were no witnesses. <laughs> so how, I believe you. Yeah, so why I believe why, all Jackies. Why have why have a temper tantrum if there's no audience for right, it? Right. True. So um like a child. <laughs> and so I um yeah, so I set it for four thirty or four fifteen. Oh my and God, four, that's awful. It was dumb. Because you're awake till one at least, right? I did not sleep. I, I snoozed for, I, I drifted off for an hour. Yeah. And so by the time I got back, Andy picked me up at the at Burbank. Mm-hmm. Burbank, of course, a delight. Oh, yeah. And so Andy picks me up at Burbank, and he's like, do you want to go to breakfast? And I go, no. Whimpering. <laughs> and he goes, wow. Oh, we're going to pass Kaiser. Did you want me to drop you off at the hospital? <laughs> and I was like, you I love. Uh, because what I need sometimes is a little hard loving. I need a little sarcasm. 
When, when yeah. my dad used to pick me up from uh, SFO, you know, mm-hmm. when I in, in the early '90s, and he'd we'd always pass the wharf, you know, going back to Walnut Creek, and he'd be like, "Want to get a shrimp cocktail?" <laughs> I'm like, no, I just want to go home. So I never, I always said no, and I don't like shrimp, and he doesn't drink. It was just like, what are you asking me for? And then when he was dying and he had cancer, we went to the wharf and had shrimp cocktails. I love this story on so many different levels. <laughs> You're just like, first of all, shrimp always makes me laugh. Shrimp cocktail <laughs> makes me laugh. People think I like shrimp cocktail because I used to t- try to tell a story about it on, on stage. Yeah. And so sometimes people think I like shrimp cocktail. Uh, I don't mind it, but it is not something that you who have wants, a lot who wants of fish in a drink. That just. No, no, it sounds no, no. gross. That isn't what shrimp cocktail is. Oh, okay. Well, maybe um, my dad had explained it to me. I would have said yes. Exactly. All it is is cold. It is it is cooked shrimp that is cold. That then you uh, you dip it in like a catch, a fancy ketchup. Let me let me let let's go back. Let's go back to Wisconsin. What we're talking about here is uh, is cold shrimp in a ketchup in a fancy ketchup. So it's not alcohol at all. At all. Oh my God. I don't wow. think I don't think you had it. Well, I, I you know what I've never had it before, and my dad should have told me what it was, but I still would have not had wanted to pull over into Fisherman's Wharf after and, after flying cross country and done anything. Featuring, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not wrong. <laughs> uh, what What do you think about that beeping behind us? Do you think it's? I think it's pretty great to people, know. Uh, people, get bored. pedestrians want. Yeah, <laughs> they want to walk and they want to walk legally. That's what I say. And they want to walk now, right? <laughs> right fucking now. So yeah, so anyway, the the I had to reinstall Uber and it was fine. Wait. And so there was a it was an app problem that they were charging you hundreds of dollars? No. No, I just okay. um I just went with a different app. Okay. Oh, I see. Yeah. And cuz I tried to call a limo service, I was like, "Well, if I'm going to spend $200, let, oh let, let let it come no. with a butler. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so uh, they didn't answer the phone. Yeah. Uh, the taxi services that I tried to call did not answer their phones. It was 4 o'clock in the morning, 4.30 in the morning. Sure. So yeah. I reinstall Uber. Um, I, get, uh, I get a kid who's 20 minutes away. Yeah. Who's going to try to come and get me. Yeah. And he does, and we make it to the airport, and it's fine. But I... I just had to make peace with the fact that I might miss the flight. Wow. Don't sweat it. Just keep going. Yeah. Was it Southwest? It was Southwest. Yeah. So you know what? That's easy. They're so easy with that. All you well, have to do is call 10 minutes before the flight leaves and say you're not going to make it. Right. They're okay with it. Yeah. yeah they're you super. just switch the money over to another flight. Yeah. And I had, I have for some reason uh, banked money on some flight that I canceled yeah. uh, that I need to remember to use. Yes. Yeah. Because they hate that. Yeah. I, or I hate expire. that. Yes. Yeah. And how were your, you were at okay, so a great club. I was at Laughs. So this morning, uh, I got my son, I, I brought my son with me, you know, oh, last nice. weekend before high school starts tomorrow. And um, so uh, Saturday, we, uh, excuse me, we, we went in a day early on Thursday night. My friend Cheryl uh, flew up. She was, she, li- she has a place in, uh, she's staying in Portland for a little while. Oregon? Right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So she popped up, and uh, so we hung out. She hung out with my son. They, but she, she also has been. He also has introduced her to anime, so she's completely obsessed. Oh, good. And uh, so they, during the Friday shows, they watch Suicide Squad. Uh, oh, nice. At the hotel, and and uh, so we went to uh, a, 
a That's place rated R. But I think with his anime coverage, I think it'll be fine. Yeah, no, he's seen it like six <laughs> times already. He watches oh, it really? constantly. Yeah, that's hilarious. But uh, so it's yeah. supposed to be a very uh, like a DC version of Deadpool. Oh, so okay. darker than Deadpool. I, I saw it. Yeah, yeah, I liked it, but I didn't love it like people. What? Love it. It's not as dark as Deadpool. I love Deadpool, but Deadpool was super dark. Oh, good. Anyway, um, I weeded off. Go that's ahead. That's okay. Uh, uh, so yeah, so that was fun. And then we did, uh, um, you know, we went on the Ferris wheel. Uh, we did Pike, uh, Pike Street Market two days in a row. And, yep. uh, you know, it was pretty cool. Took the bus all over the place. Yep. Um, the, the Uber from the hotel to Pike, Pike Market was like $40. I'm like, oh, fuck no, we're going to take the bus. So, oh, okay. yeah, and their transit system's not terrible. So, okay. Yeah. I saw you posting about, uh, transit, and I was like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> it's uh, Maria. Used to I love to take a local bus if I can. Do you? Yeah, Seattle's great. I mean, if you're in Oklahoma, you're in big trouble because they come like once an hour or something. But uh, Seattle's like every ten minutes. It's nice. All right. I um, wouldn't know. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't want any part of it. But anyway, I, I got my son TSA pre, but I didn't. You know, sometimes you have to do like two weeks in advance, and so I guess that they had to log the number. So we we had to go in the normal line. Yeah. And uh, man, I just it's awful. People, I don't understand why people aren't signing up for TSA pre, but don't because you'll ruin it. But still, <laughs> <laughs> why aren't you? It's ridiculous. That is funny. Um, and then you had, um, were you there just Friday, Saturday? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so four shows? Yeah, two. Yep, two and two. And two. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How'd they go? They were fine. They were good. We both had, we both had eject, we ejected people this weekend. Yeah, was that, I. was yours on Friday? Mine was Saturday Late Show. Okay, and you, yeah. what was it, a, just a drunk person? Okay, or? all right. He, uh, and first of all, to any comedians listening, you know, we are risking ourselves a little bit more than normal right now to perform, right? Right. So I, I definitely think you have the right, if you feel like this person's fucking up a show that you kind of are risking your life to do. Right. You can eject this person without any fear. And and the people coming are also risking something. So fuck these people that are making shit bad. Right, right. You don't want to make a show bad. Right. Everybody is... It, like you said, yeah. It's, it's not just oh, the, everyone got a sitter and you're ruining the show for that. It's, yeah, it's worse than that. Okay, yeah. so stop it. So it was a guy. So Dave and Angela, they the first row surrounding the stage, that they, they didn't seat anyone, which is okay. nice. That is that nice. protects me and the audience from yep. each other, right? A little bit. I mean, you know, aerosols do spread, but whatever. It's less of it's a nice distance. Thinking. Yes, it's good distance. So, um, so it's the, he is in the front row, but he's not. He's in the first row yep. of people. Um, and he's like, he's, he's sitting forward like this, yeah. which is suspicious, right? Cause everyone else is like this. Otherwise they're in the light. They're partially in the stage light. Right. Yeah. So most people are like this watching, right? You're in, this is a, yeah. a, uh, a, a non-dominant position, a right. submissive position to watch. Right. Yep. So he's like this, but this could also be a back problem, yeah. right. Or he's in pain or whatever. But he starts looking around, right? So he's not watching the show. He's looking at people laughing and and kind of like causing them to look at him, you know? And this is through the whole show or this just your early, set? Early. early. Okay. So then I didn't notice it, but the other comics said that Commented they were. Yeah. yeah. So, um, uh, so in the middle of a very tightly written chunk, he interjects something where it, it's this, he goes, he goes, ooh, good parenting. And um, here's the thing. Here's 
all of my parenting jokes about my son are actually about me coming up with horrible solutions to parenting problems. Okay. <laughs> and they're funny because right. they're bad ideas. Right. Right. So, Ooh, you got me. Right. <laughs> like, right. Right. Ooh, good parenting. Yeah. Oh, you got the theme of that one. Yeah. Okay. And um, so I, I, I didn't, I, I felt I got a vibe instantly and I didn't even want to play with them. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes I, if someone right. interrupts, I play a little bit. Yeah. But I was like, this guy's a piece of shit. Yeah. I could feel it. Yeah. Yeah. So I just said, I just said, stop it. He goes, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I won't do it again. And oh. uh, so the show goes on. He does it again. Right. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And then I'm, t I'm talking to a woman about dogs and he starts barking. He just barked. Arr, 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 arr. Holy shit. Yeah. And I go, what the fuck's wrong with you? And he, oh, I'm sorry. I won't do it again. And then I go back and do it. He does it again. So fourth time. And I go, you're out. Yeah. And then it was like this. He looked shocked. Oh, sure. And of course. He's a middle-aged white guy. You know, yeah. And shocking. He looked shocked. That's the shocking part. That it was a middle-aged white guy. <laughs> anyway. Uh, and, um, and I'm like, no, I'm not. I don't want to do the show with you here anymore. And the audience was kind of like, oh, my God, what's happening? What's happening? Because I wasn't being funny about it or no. anything. And I wasn't slamming out. I'm just like. No, you this know, is you're too much. a fucking tumor. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and then he idea. left and I told his date she could stay. And she's like, he's my ride. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, and then they left and then people were cheering and stuff like that. And then I still was like, oh, did I overreact? And someone's like, no, he's fucking rude. It's OK. Yeah, that and was stuff. out of his mind. And then afterwards, a woman comes up to me. And she's like, you uh, seeing that made me realize how important it is to set boundaries. <laughs> I was like, good. All right, good. It was okay. All right, you're a helper then. Yes. And uh, so, yeah, mine. Oh, yep. wait, just one last thing. And then I went up to Dave and I'm like, oh, sorry about the thing. And he goes, no, I'm glad because everyone else there saw it and they know that they're not, they're not supposed to do that. So they'll well, be there better go. next time. Yeah, yeah. Good. And this okay. is Laughs in Seattle. Yeah. Just you should know that Laughs in Seattle with my Dave, Dave and Angela. Great club in Seattle. Yep, love it. Let's uh, do a, a small uh, plug for them at yes. this point. In a great neighborhood, Capitol Hill. Really great neighborhood yeah. and uh, super fun. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I had a couple problems. Mm -hmm. Friday first show was a guy who became so fucking drunk that I was like, Tom, you got to buy this guy a drink. I keep trying to use that as a way to get no him out of there. No one knows it. You're the only one that knows it. I'm telling you. I'm the only one that remembers that from yes. 1991. Anyway, so I, um, it's you, but he you, eventually. It's not a safe word if you're the only one that knows the safe word, Jackie. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and uh, apricot, apricot, <laughs> get him out of here. Uh, so, but he, um, yeah, I was up. And I was irritable. I was irritable sure. as well, just because we, I think it's because of what you just said, is that we're all kind of risking our lives. Yeah. Arizona, I was at Stir Crazy in, outside of Phoenix in Glendale. Not a mask. Not a mask. No mask mandate. And that mall is a restaurant mall, and then it turns into a club mall. And it's monsoon season, so uh, oh in the middle of just standing outside, all of a sudden the sky throws a bucket of hot water at you like you're at a Korean spa. Oh my god! And um, but the so it was it wasn't you know that room is small, right? It's yeah. a beautiful little room with, mm -hmm. and and you can have twenty people in there and it'll feel full, yeah. and there were probably fifty or sixty people in there. That's so yeah. and um, so first show. I was like, you got to go, man, because he can't, he did it through everybody's set. And then yeah. during my set, 
And the, and the staff is all new. Yeah. So they tried to talk to him, but they didn't know. And Tom was upstairs working with spreadsheets or something. And yeah. he goes, and afterwards he was, he said to the staff, he's like, just swear to God, just come and get me. I'll, I'll, I'll get him out of there. Yeah. And so it's pretty peaceful, pretty good. And then second one I had was Saturday second show where there was a guy before the show. I was just standing in that foyer kind of yeah. talking to the staff and Tom because mm-hmm. the green room's kind of small. And mm-hmm. so I was standing there to chitter chat and this guy comes in and he's, He's just, you know, he's wearing a, a tank top and a baseball cap, and he, he looks like just a normal Arizona he, guy. He looks a little rednecky. I, you know, yeah. d- 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 uh, l- let me tell you the caricature that this dude looks like, right? Okay. So he's just super wiry and, uh, and, and just, and so he's chatty through, and he's just talking. Right. Like everybody seems to have lost their impulse control. Right, right, right. Because yeah. of Zoom or something. Yeah. And so he's just in between jokes he's just commenting and um that was the problem with the first guy but by the time i got up so he's commenting and the second time he does it i just go hey man and he goes hey oh god and i was like can i can i just tell my jokes and he goes yes and he shuts up for the rest of the show. And so then I'm kind of, it was an interesting thing. And I wasn't kidding either. Yeah. And so the rest of the show, and I kind of was kept watching. He was right in the front row. And I kind of kept watching him. And I was like, every time he would smile, I'd be like, oh, good. Yeah. Because I do want everyone to have a good time. Right. So afterwards, he comes up. He buys a challenge coin. Still available, folks. Anyway, <laughs> uh, he buys a ch- challenge coin. And I was like. Did you have a good time? I was a little worried about you. And he goes, I really did. And it's all good. And so I felt better about it. But I was just like, it. the shows are slightly different because of where we're at, mm-hmm. you know? Because in normal times, because all of all of Arizona. Wait, who did you have ejected? The the first show Friday guy. Oh, the this was guy. second. Yeah, this okay. was second. This okay. was second show Saturday. Yeah. First show Friday guy. He can fuck off. He can. He can go eat a dick. I don't have it in me uh, to to have any mourning for that guy. Yeah. And and he was so and he was so again lack of impulse control just sort of and so loud like even Gene the MC guy was just like during his set I heard him say three times who's talking so loud and you know Gene would have his premise and then the guy would turn to his friend oh. and repeat the premise right and right, go that right. reminds me oh no. Saturday right, right. first show, I had these old, these three women our age on the side. And at one mm-hmm. point, they were talking to each other for front row again. And I said, you guys having a conversation about you break up into a discussion group? And the woman goes, oh, we were just talking about our kids. And I said, during, during the show right now? <laughs> and she was like, yeah. And I said, well, let's talk about them. What do you got? And she's like, two girls, they're 14, they're twins. And I said, fraternal. And uh, and I said, how about you? What do you got? She's got two girls, they're 13. And I was like, great. Well, yeah, what do you mean? They could be fraternal or identical twins. Right. Yeah, okay. I'm just literally just... Are you just doing twin talk? I'm just doing twin talk. Okay, all right. Hello and welcome to twin talk. <laughs> uh, we got two sets of twins in the front row, you guys. And uh, it was boring. We spent a good minute and a half being boring. Uh, and I was like, well, I was going to go back to my act, if that's something. And uh, I was like, 
Fucking go to the bathroom and talk about your kids. Yeah, of course. If you're worried about, is this the first time you're out? Did you want to go make a photo? I mean, go check on them. Yeah. Go. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, at 14, they're fine. You know. Yeah, they're fine. Uh, Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. I I, I don't know if things are worse than normal right now. They're just slightly weirder, I think. Yeah. They're They're not better or, you know. The other thing I was like, you know what kind of sucks is if you're a comic who's like, doesn't give a shit about the vaccine, you know? Oh, yeah. Your audience is also not going to give a shit and they're going to come out and they're not going to give a shit. So you you can, I think, more easily sell out a room because oh, right. you and your who, COVID who fans <laughs> don't give a fuck. I, I you know, we you are and I probably have verbal. fans that are like, I'd love to go, but I'm not. Oh, I, I, don't I got feel several safe. emails from people yeah. in Phoenix going, I, I, I actually don't feel good about it. And right, I was like, right, right. Then do not. Yeah. Please don't sweat it. And so, so we're there like were a lot of people double who didn't, penalized. Right. You know? Though I did have a very nice young couple who came to the Saturday second show who I would, I walked out so that I could, you know, just doing laps. Right. Yeah. And I walked by and he's and I'm wearing my mask. They're actually wearing their masks, which was nice. And they, they see me and they're like, oh, it's you. We spent all day watching your YouTube videos. <laughs> and I said, you are smart comedy goers. Watch the YouTube videos of the comic you're about to see. And here's the good news. Uh, I'm not doing any of that material. It's all the new album. Well, here's the bad news. I'm doing some of that material. So uh, here, <laughs> how about this? Watch one video. I think you'll get a taste, and you yeah. don't need to watch every fucking thing I've ever done. True. Uh, and See my, it after the show. Second show Friday, I went so that deep into... That person agrees with me. <laughs> I went so deep into the vault second show uh, that I literally, I was just kind of... Because the, their, their energy was super low. Yeah. They were super low energy, and so I had to... Um, I was kind of wandering around. Our Saturday first show was very low energy, and I... I uh, after like two jokes, I was like, I won't stand for this. <laughs> I started yelling at them and talking to them. I sh- uh, uh, I had my second show. Let me just say at Stir Crazy, I had such a good time because I felt no obligation to get all the jokes right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, of course, I was like, oh, listen to how good that sounds in that order. <laughs> I know. But I know. whatever. Um, and But it was so fun. And, and last show, second show Saturday. I literally just got up and was loose and had a really good time. Mm. So come and see me, you guys. It's a golden age coming to see me. <laughs> <laughs> when uh, When's your next road gig? Uh, I go, I'm doing a DNA's little comedy festival. Okay. Saturday afternoon up in Santa Cruz. Is that Santa Cruz? Yeah. Yeah. When are you doing like a weekend? Uh, oh. Yeah, see, not, I don't have a weekend for a while. This... It's it. Uh, I picked up, so I go Saturday to Santa Cruz for that afternoon outdoor set. Yeah. Come back on Sunday. Monday I go to Vegas. Nice. The That's trap. right. Yeah. You got so I'm that doing laugh, laughs, yeah. uh, laugh factory in at the Tropicana. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday morning I fly to Albany, New York. Yeah. To visit your ancestors <laughs> and open for Maria Bamford. Yeah. And then uh, Saturday, I do. Uh, look, it's Josh, you guys. Hi, wait, hold on. Let me not sit like a man while <laughs> I'm wearing you could, a dress. If you could show uh, more cooch, he snapped <laughs> a shot. If, did you did you get any a shadow of of anything? Is that all right? Yeah. All okay. right. It worked like a charm. Um, uh, 
Yeah, so I don't have anything till uh, till Austin in November. I mean, I'm going to New York. Uh, well, you have a Labor some Day New York weekend. Trips, but I'm that's... gonna be doing, you know, my go back to my New York uh, again. I hope. I, yeah. <laughs> and um, uh, then I'm at, here at Flappers. Uh, I think the fr- the middle week of October. Okay. So yeah, and then I'm at uh, New Year's Eve. I'm doing er, Burlington, but I I um, part of me is like, well. Yeah, I, I do want more road work, but I also don't want to be gone too much because my kid, you know, it's, it's his first year of high school. and Right. And it's also like, um, you know, I'm sort of now released into the wild, mm-hmm. <laughs> like an animal that's been caged. Right. Right. Because there's no there's no writing work at this point. Right. At, no, not at, not really. No. Okay. So it's it's uh, so my son starts school tomorrow. So I'm officially like a stay-at-home mom for the wait is he going to school yeah they're going into school my mom is not obviously not at the house anymore so i'll be from like eight to four uh i'll just be alone in the house with writing the great american novel or yeah that and uh yeah i don't know what to do you know i'm part of me is like oh i gotta write a spec but i have you thought about swimming for six hours jackie (laughs) <laughs> yes yes you have <laughs> i actually want to start lifting weights oh do you You want to not sh- for six hours because uh the breast reduction uh i was one of those people and i think most women are actually when you gain weight you gain it your boobs first mm-hmm. and so they he took out a, a lot of the breast tissue that is available to gain the weight so now when i eat as much as i normally eat i gain it in my stomach now and i'm like oh this is not what I wanted. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, I'm going to try to, I think I want to start lifting weights again because that's a better it's, way to burn nice, fat. And yeah. I don't have to get in, in my worry in my head about food. You know, right. I don't want to start that. I don't want to activate that part of my brain. Right, right. Because you don't want to drive yourself nuts. Or Right. Yeah. yeah Fair yeah. enough. Yeah, I am. Um, I, uh, I'm trying to do all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to work or what's not going to work. And Barbara Holiday walking by. We're at Flappers, everybody. Hi, Barbara. Yeah. We're doing the Jackie and Lori show. We're, yeah, very. Oh, so beautiful. <laughs> oh, my That's, God. It's really for the best. Yes. Are you, are you, because che- they checked us too. They're checking the comics as well. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm glad you are. Yeah, I'm glad that it's. We're being... so glad you are. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Oh, you creeping out the creeps? Yeah, oh, yeah, you're yeah. Weeding out the weirdos. Yes. Yeah. I'm willing to say that the people who aren't getting vaccinated 98%. are ninety-eight percent. Are weird. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, if you have some sort of medical reason. That's the two percent I was giving them yeah. the leeway. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, come on in. Negative COVID test or vaccination. That's all. Yeah. it's We're trying not to make everybody sick. That's yeah. all. It's not the end of the world. Oh, yeah, we're happy for you. Thanks, oh, my God, Barbara. so happy. <laughs> all right. Love you, too. What a... Thanks. No, Fine. no, thanks for the clock eater. That was uh, awesome. How's that audio sound? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are we at a time when we should take a break? Let's okay. take a break. Hello, I'm Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. And we host Still Buffering, a cross-generational guide to the culture that made us. Every week, we share media that made us who we are. Things like Archie Comics, Sailor Moon, and lots of Taylor Swift. 
And now that Riley's an adult, it comes with 100% more butts. And now I am totally comfortable with it. So check out new episodes of Still Buffering every Thursday on MaximumFun.org. Butts, butts, butts. Join in, Riley. Butts, 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 butts. This is an ad for Stitch Fix. I'm Jackie Cation, and I have to tell you that I hate, hate it with shopping for clothes. I don't yes. like it. I'm not good at it. Nope. Uh, so shopping for uh, new clothes, of course, consuming, tedious, expensive. Yep. Uh, because here's what I do. I just go in and go, fine. And so fortunately, Stitch Fix makes it easy to find the clothes you love. Yeah. Here's what happens. Stitch, Stitch Fix offers clothing hand-selected by an expert stylist. After you do like a quiz, you do another quiz, and it's an easy quiz to tell you what kind of clothes you're looking for. Sure. What kind of clothes you like. And uh, and it and it fixes your, it's, they, they, they set it for your size, your style, and, uh, and your, um, your budget, mm -hmm. which I think is kind of cool. And then you try the pieces on at home before you buy them. You keep the favorites. You send back the rest. There's a little... Remember that envelope? Yeah, it's so easy. And sometimes they send, they send you stuff that I'm like, I wouldn't have thought of. Yep. Yeah. And I and I got a pair... Of, I'm, I've been wearing these jeans for weeks. I love these freaking jeans that they sent. There's no subscription required. You try Stitch Fix once, or you can set up an automatic deliveries. You pay a 20 bucks styling fee for each box uh, when you when you set it up. And then it gets credited toward any pieces you keep. Yeah. So it's it's not a big deal. And um, get started today at stitchfix.com slash Jackie Laurie. You get 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. So take a gander, see what you love, see what you don't love, but maybe you'll keep everything and then you'll get 25% off. Uh, that's stitchfix.com slash Jackie Laurie for 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. Stitchfix.com slash Jackie Laurie. I got a halter top and uh, it worked. Uh, I love it. Awesome. It's like a, it's a nice, <laughs> you know, I usually just buy, you know, crap at Costco. So it's nice to have like an official halter <laughs> top that's pretty. And an official person who knows yeah. things. Sure. Which I love. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so the drama of my album continues. The, uh, let's hear it. I love. I, I don't like it for you, but I love drama in general. And here's the good news. Yes. 800 Pound Gorilla sent me a rough draft. Oh, wow. And it turns Audio? out I'm funny. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I could not be happier. Yay. There I have. There's Here's an interesting thing they did, which I thought was kind of awesome. Yeah. They named the tracks. Yeah. Well, you, uh, yeah, you I've always name named the, the tracks. tracks. Oh, okay. I've always named the tracks. This is interesting. Whoever the editor was who listened to it named the tracks, and you're like, oh, this is what this person thinks this track should right. be called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's 14 tracks, right? Uh, I'm keeping, I think, eight of them. The names? Yeah, the oh. names. Because I, you know, otherwise it's just something out of my set list, mm -hmm. you know, bullet point triggers right 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 and um and then i have a couple of that i'm gonna listen to it again tomorrow and see if i if i want to change stuff something because here's the thing do they mix shows do they do what did they mix d different shows together or is it they one mixed show? no they mixed the two shows okay and i get and i think i'm gonna change one of them just because the whole sh the whole set I'm, i don't swear uh, it's really? super clean. Amazing. Which is good. Yeah. Whether or not that will make the clean radio station on Sirius is different because their criteria is so intense. Yeah, right. But 
it's nice it's nice to not swear right no and i don't like it <laughs> <laughs> <Thank> you, <Lori. laughs> but it was but it is weirdly jarring yeah the last two tracks which will never get played on the clean ones yeah at one there is of Did the they five take shows, out the, they take out your cuss words? No. Or, oh, okay. There's just versions. Most of the most of the shows that I did, I didn't swear. Okay. Because the jokes are done. Yeah. You know, I tend to swear when I'm looking for a word. Right. Right. And so, when the jokes are done, the curse words don't don't happen. And so, but the last two tracks, which aren't going to get played on any clean channel anyway, but it's a little jarring when I say, "You're fucking a cat." When there is a version where I'm saying you're having sex with a cat and it hits just as hard. Oh wow! So um, I just have to find that that that. Uh, so you do have a clean bestiality chunk, is what you're telling us. <laughs> Thank God for the kids, exactly. for the Christians, for the children. <laughs> and um, but I think it's it's very funny because um, how long is it? It is 56. Wow. So that's interesting, and then it's also interesting that. Uh, the um, the video is supposed to get edited starting again tomorrow with a new editor, with Ryan. Right. And um, how much money did you spend on the first editor? Not a lot. Oh, okay. Um, some. I would write it down, but we don't have any paper. Right. Uh, so, because uh, we're in person, you guys. Very glamorous. And, uh, but the... The thing with Ryan is I, he had this idea. Yeah. Where, cause the four camera shoot was all done in 4K. Mm -hmm. So I have four cameras, five shows, um, on a terabyte hard drive. I also have Brandon who works at Acme, uh, doing a switch, just an HD. And he's doing a live switch. And so that's recorded too. Five, five hours of that. Wow. Ryan had this idea that it would be easier to edit if we could use the switch. Yeah. If Brandon did a nice job with the switch. And I watched the first 20 minutes from the other editor and it doesn't work, but that wasn't Ryan doing the editing and it's his vision. So he might have an idea where it's not quite so smash cutty, where he can grab video from something else. Yeah. But if it doesn't, I'm just gonna have to go to for the cameras, and and fine. pay, and pay real money to oh. get it audited, edited correctly, like right. or from Origin stuff. Right, right. And that's I I've decided that's fine. I have made peace with the fact. First of all, separating the two projects gave me a lot of peace, and getting that first rough draft from 800 has done wonders. Yeah, and um. And I found out that I can get a lot of hard copies. I can get a small number of hard copies for not a lot of money, so I can solve my problem there, and it's not going to be weird. What hard copy like, like CDs? CDs. No, no one's offered me CDs, but I, I don't think I want them anyway. Nobody wants them. Yeah. Nobody wants you to have them. Right. Um, I want them because my dad has a CD player. Aww. And some people, and Andy's like, you should look at how many CDs you sold of Hero. And I was like, yeah. And so I brought CDs, by the way, to Stir Crazy. Guess how many I sold? Huh. Goose egg, zero. Uh, uh, yeah. But I'm the, surprised you, you did merch there. I, I did not do merch this time just because I was a. Uh, 
weirded out about being uh, that close to people after the show. Yeah, and it was. But the, were you the outside? Tables, I was outside. Yeah, and the tables were real small. Yeah, and I brought a bunch of stuff. Like I brought Ranger of the Dork Forest T-shirts, which are being discontinued. Uh huh. And I only have XL, double XL, and smalls. But I sold a couple of them, which uh, everyone I sell means that uh, my garage is that much lighter. Sure. Uh, I brought out that garage. Meat Shield T-shirts and um, pins, which are the the charity ones, and I sold a couple of those. I may have to just, um, you know, Dave Hill. Remember Dave Hill, New yeah. York? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's awesome. He yeah. sells a T-shirt. Uh, 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 it's a it's a it's a fake gang where you fight townie punks. Uh-huh. Uh It's called the Snakes that are sick of your bullshit gang or something like that. <laughs> and I bought one of the t-shirts and it's hilarious. But uh, I might have to just do Instagram. I might steal his pitch and just tr- try to get him out of my garage at cost. And then everybody can have Meat Shield t-shirts at cost. And um, and then, because what I have always done with the Meat Shield money mm-hmm. is I've always kept a prudent reserve so that I could reorder. Yeah. And so then when I sell them all at cost, uh, I'll just donate all the, the rest of that prudent reserve to a last kind of... Sure. Um, like, ra- it's for ra- races and yeah. the, uh, the anti-Nazi group. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. So help the immigrants, sir. Uh, that's cool. Yeah. I, have, uh, I have CDs of my uh, old CD, and right. I just uh, don't want them anymore. I don't want them in my life or right. taking up space. I, Darla, uh, Darla and Phil, my brother and sister, sister and Darla, sister and brother, sent me the misprinted bread album. Mm-hmm. And I, everyone who orders a shirt gets two of them. And I write the word coaster on them because they don't have the title track on them. Yeah. They have a different track. Yeah. So they are a collector's item. Yeah. If you were such a collector. I feel like. You uh, want one? Attainable goal, Kyle Clark. (laughs) You could have a a 60. Anyway. That that Mitch Hedberg bit of here you throw this away. Oh, such a great. That's what I feel about any sort of CD bonus I give to anyone who orders anything. (laughs) And, it, and they might actually be angry that they purchased something they right. wanted. If you, yeah. Right. If, and if people are mad that they purchased it, just email me. I'll send you more. <laughs> and uh, so you, you can give them out to friends and family. No, I, you wanna, I, I just, you a, a, I, I want to dispose of them uh, uh, ecologically. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's just, man, I, I feel like Rooftop made all of their money off of me buying my CDs. <laughs> <laughs> Very possible. <laughs> Very possible. Um, In 2009. That was right. When did the iPod come out? 2005. 2005, Kyle. Okay. Says. So that's sort of on me. But <laughs> All right. Never mind. Well, there's no way to tell, right? Yeah. There's no way to tell. And we're still calling this a podcast. Well, it is. Nobody has. I mean, I still have an iPod, but there are very few people who are still listening to anything on an iPod. Oh, Okay, yeah, that's true. Interesting. Yep. Hey, we never did the comic of the week. Oh, yeah. Very funny. Yeah, uh, St. Like Louis we, or Nashville? Uh, she is here. Uh, I just Los got Angeles. her um, stuff off of, uh, of Zany's um, Oh, website right, right. When I was checking oh, her out. So she was in Zane. Yeah, Zanies. her name's uh, Carmen Barton. Karma, Car- Carmen Barton, B A R T O N, like Barton. And is Zane. it Carmen with a C? 
Yeah, of course. Yes. And is there's it? No Car- there's no Carmen's with a K. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, she's really funny. There's she has a reel on YouTube that's like from 2014, so it's pretty old. But she has a she she was working at church and she was like roasting a pastor. Yeah. Uh, and it was really funny. Yeah. yeah. She's she was uh she was uh, kind of needling the pastor's wife, but it was funny even though okay. it had to be squeaky clean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. squeaky clean, but but still doing the crowd work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. Is, and then that her is... other stuff is not squeaky clean. Right, so but, she, but it means she, she can because her brain's attached to her mouth. Yes, she can do both. That and, is uh, outstanding. She's very funny. I um, she seems to be mostly on Instagram uh, okay. at Carmen uh, Comedy. Um, Carmen with a C. Yeah. Okay. Comedy with a C also, Jackie. That's good. In case, That's good. In case I'm wondering how checking, comedy is checking spelled. with a C. Yeah, and. Uh, I was thinking that if I had twins, I would want to name them Morticia and um, what's the name of the guy in Adam's family? Gomez. Gomez. I was going to name him Mar- Morticia and Gomez. I think it's good that you never had children. Uh, don't you think? <laughs> I'm planning on having them now. I'm going to have them. Uh, I'm going to have them just. Uh, I've, I've decided to invent Someone uterine. Someone else is doing a podcast behind us. Uterine replicator. <laughs> they really are. That is outstanding. There seems to be some recording. And it's a uh, podcast garden. <laughs> Oh, that'd be so awesome if there were. Okay, so I did Tom uh, Symes, who owns. Yeah, Symes or Sims? It might. It's spelled Symes, but it might be Sims. Yeah. And uh, but he owns Stir Crazy, and the dude is a delight. Yeah, I like him. He's incredibly like he's thoughtful about his club. He's thoughtful about his comics and his staff, and um, he has a podcast about the business. Yeah, and each episode is somewhere between thirty. Uh, 15 minutes to an hour max. Yeah. Uh, Todd Glass, I guess, had the longest episode, shockingly, shocking no one, at an hour nine. That's, here's the thing. Um, I didn't want to do our podcast this weekend because I'm trying to save my voice when I have two shows every night. Oh, right. You didn't want to do it on the Saturday. Yeah. And so uh, all I had was Saturday because I got in so late on on Friday during Stir Crazy. And I was like, I'm just... I'm just going to, I'm having lunch with a cousin and then I'm going to collapse. And I volunteered for my shows. Uh, you to be on his podcast to talk about what it's like being a woman comic <laughs> and how, and did. the stigma of uh, chicks aren't funny. Yeah. And also, stop volunteering me on people's podcasts. Oh, he was, he literally, we talked about Sound Exchange and it's going to come out in a couple of weeks. Oh, cool. And I told him I was going to bust his chops about it on the, on the thing. And he was like, no, I was serious though. It was that's a real. I've never talked about it on my podcast, and I was like, "Oh, he that's that's true." He wanted to talk yeah. to me about being a woman. Oh yeah. no, no. And I said, "I can't. I can't do it. It's been covered." <laughs> and he goes, "Well, I could. We could talk about it." And oh, I said, "No, no, no, we couldn't." But I, here's who I think you should have on it to talk about it would be Lori Kilmartin. What an asshole! <laughs> what an asshole! And then he said, I can't, I just have an opinion about why I think the stigma exists. And I would like to hear your feedback about what my, what it was. And he was kind of joking, but he kind of wasn't. Yeah. And I said, oh, I definitely want to hear Lori's opinion about your opinion. No. About why this is happening. No. And so I went to, and this is all text. And he goes, this text may be coming off wrong. (laughs) (laughs) So I go and we talk in the foyer and I was like, it can't happen, man. And he goes, Seriously, though, don't you think it'd be interesting? And I said, it might have been when I first did it in 1984. Right. And I can't do it anymore. And he was like, come on. And I was like, nope, we're good. And then he, um, um, and we, but here's, we talked about sound exchange for 15 minutes. And then yeah. we talked for an hour about the real shit. We talked about, you know, sort of, 
the booking of CK. Yeah. About he he was interested. What was his take when he booked CK? Oh, he, we didn't talk about that. He, oh, okay. uh, I don't think he was. Uh, well, I well, I was telling him that I had this theory that why CK gets booked mm-hmm. on clubs is because people keep telling club owners they can't book him. And and club owners are, are children. Yeah, like comics are true. children. It's true. They they all think they're independent and, and you're they're like, all ornery. You can't and tell me. Yeah, yeah, I'm independent. I believe in uh, First Amendment for male comics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's they're they're uh, they're a, their own breed. Right. And so and and I and he said and it well it led to him going, God, I hope nobody ever tells me I can't book somebody because I have that sort of trigger. Yeah, sure. And I said, We all have that trigger. Yeah. And when you don't act on it, it's called being an adult. <laughs> and it's called being a grown up. And yeah. um and because that we were kind of because yeah, he has framed in the green room one of the Bibles that Doug Stanhope used to steal from the hotels. <laughs> and it was, he used to just take the Gideon Bibles. Yeah. And uh, and then sell them after oh, his shows. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And he, he would, would sign him, right? He yeah. would sign him. He would say this uh, Bible was stolen specifically for yeah Tom, <laughs> and so and then he he put it in like a shadow box and framed it. And it's in the green room. It's freaking awesome. That's great. And I love that. And I was telling him that I've probably seen Doug Stanhope's penis three times <laughs> uh, over the last thirty years, mm-hmm. and at no time was it erect. At no time was it hard, and. That's when it was like a folded hand. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and and, and the thing is, is he was it was a time when I was very drunk and we were all very it was we were partying, as you can imagine. I can imagine. And the trout and and it was something that he used to do. He would just drop trout. Yeah. And then he would try to find like a sock or something funny to put on it. And that's a thing. That uh, was a thing. I was on stage on Michael Meehan jumped on stage naked uh, during the closing of the Walnut Creek Punchline. Right. Which is I don't know. It's a it's a thing to be naked on stage. I right. guess. And so if but if but it's not. It, I never felt threatened. Right. Yeah. Me neither. And yeah. because in that situation, and you can you could tell me afterwards that you were joking, and I believed you. Yeah. And I was like, it's still gross and dumb, but uh, I believe you. Yeah. If your dick is hard, you are not kidding. You are deathly serious about some fucking thing. Right. Because you can't get the blood there. Yeah. Without being very earnest. I think Bob Odenkirk went on stage naked at the San Francisco Punchline a long time ago, too. I remember hearing that story. But also, not hard. No, no, not right. hard. No. And so, gentlemen, we're just saying, <laughs> keep it keep it loose. <laughs> keep, it, keep it flappy. That's what we're telling you here at Flappers. <laughs> we're at Flappers, you guys. Video games. Video games. Video games. You like them? Maybe you wish you had more time for them. Maybe you want to know the best ones to play. Maybe you want to know what happens to Mario when he dies. <laughs> In that case, you should check out Triple Click. It's a podcast about video games. A podcast about video games? But I don't have time for that. Sure you do. Once a week, Kickback as three video game experts give you everything from critical takes on the hottest new releases to scoops, interviews, and explanations about how video games work to fascinating and sometimes weird stories about the games we love. Triple Click is hosted by me, Kirk Hamilton. Me, Jason Shire. And me, Maddie Myers. You can find Triple Click wherever you get your podcasts and listen at MaximumFun.org. Bye! It's weird. I listened to the Tom interview with uh, Gary Bynum. Oh, did you? There's a character in my novel slightly based on Gary Bynum. Are you writing about (laughs) stand-up? 
Not about stand-up, no. Okay, good. But uh, he is definitely a uh, personality. A Gary member- Bynum? Yeah, a memorable personality. That's interesting. When I was introduced to him, yeah. I was specifically told that he didn't want to talk to comics. Yeah. So I was like, good. I don't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> and so we barely spoke ever. Um, well, you know, I, I, when I was coming up, he, but you've lived here so much longer. Yes, he liked, he would talk to comics. He yeah. would be hanging out, you it was know, back in the day, but even the, this, the short, uh, interludes of conversation are, um, you know, he's a very, uh, uh, stark persona, let's say, you know, um, just a super cheap guy, very opinionated about comedy and stuff like that. Uh, and there's been a couple of guys like that in my life as a comic on different coasts that are, you know, just fucking cheap. And that's it. If they're not going to bend on that. And if you are cool with that, then you guys and you do well on stage, then, uh, you know, he's uh, right. you can have any kind of conversation you want with him. Right. Yeah. If you're willing to work for the money that he's willing to pay. Yeah. He's perfectly polite i remember the first time i worked there vilmos inter- got me in there oh yeah vilmos yeah he's still, he still in denver no he's he's outside of chicago oh, and he's doing software okay. he's got a really good software job and um, he always had that going on yeah. on the side yeah right he's still my my website host uh, yeah so um but the he introduced me to gary and um and i remember i came from here to do tucson yeah and it was a condo and I was like, oh no, I'm going to Priceline. And I found a La Quinta for 35 bucks a night. Oh, Two I think nights. they ended up using that La Quinta for a while. And then they, and after I did that, they ended up using oh, yeah. that La Quinta because <laughs> yeah. was, I was like, this is nice. Yeah. And, um, and now they've gone back to a condo if it's even reopened, but uh, uh, when it was open before COVID, right. it was, um, it, it was where Hoodie died. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to. Uh, I liked Hoodie. Oh, he died at the condo? Yeah, he died on that oh. couch that they didn't replace, to my oh. knowledge. And I was like, I'm good. I yeah. don't need to. I liked Hoodie. I was always sad I never had Woody on the on the dork forest. Oh, yeah. Because he, collect, he had a really weird dorkdom, which was pencils. He loved a very specific oh, yeah. kind of pencil. Right. They were Ticonderoga. Uh, number twos and he gave me a stack of them once and I still have them and it's I think of to a hoodie he was also uh, you know a, a comedy uh, he, a protector of comedy's legacy and so he taught you know he taught the local up and comers you know the new comics how to MC and all that kind of stuff yeah um, so yeah you you need, you need someone to do that uh, that yeah. wasn't his only function of life but that was nice that he did that it was a nice it's a nice legacy for him though because you know the, he met so many young comics who were yeah. not featuring and closing and stuff yeah and so he's a good guy he is a, he good, guy. a good guy um yeah, yeah so uh how was the episode with uh with gary bynum and tom it was interesting yeah it's good to hear what i like about tom, tom told me that he edits it down to a to a minute you know like yeah. he, he he keeps it tight yeah and um, like we only recorded for 20 minutes. I would like to hear more business stuff, though. I w- I'm interested in like I'd, I'd love to know how flappers kept afloat. You know, I'd like to know how all these guys kept afloat. You know, like some of them had PPP loans and some of them didn't. I don't know if they just had a reserve or something. Um, yeah. You know, it's kind of interesting to me. And I, flappers was like doing shows the whole time. And, and remember, shows, you know, remember when they were uh, I don't even know if they might still be doing it, f- doing the, the old people homes. 
three yeah, meals were, a no, day? No, they weren't, aren't now, but they were feeding. Yeah, they, they became a the, restaurant. The state of California hired them to feed the elderly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, whatever we're, I appreciate I the hustle. I bought rice and toilet papers and I did too. Stuff they were a grocery and, store for a yeah, while. Yeah, I was like, any what what I, I'm going to buy this stuff anyway. Yeah, yeah. Might, here's some might money. Might as well drive yeah. by the club. Yeah. Um, so and yeah, Will but, would run out with bags. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. But, you know, I, I uh, you, that, that's great. That's it awesome. Is great. You know, um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. And then this fall is so strange to try to prepare for, you know. I mean, I, I read a lot of uh, doctors, uh, COVID doctors. You know, I have like a, a list that I made for Twitter that I look oh, at. Yeah? And it's just like, you know, there, so, someone saying this is the beginning it's and it's already horrendous and then someone other people are like well in england it was awful and then it just dropped immediately and they okay. still couldn't figure out why um so it's hard to it's hard to plan yeah but um i'm looking at an open fall basically and and i'm going well do i want to immediately try to get another writing job on part of me is like yes you must you must you shouldn't ha never have a day off but i've been you know like doing having jobs especially since my kid was born. I was like on absolute yeah. panic mode. And yeah. so For 15 years, you've been grinding it out. So you could take, I would say it's a tough crowd. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So that's 2004. And before that I was doing HTML. Like when I oh moved to New York is when all of a sudden I was working day jobs and, and comedy all the time. Oh, uh, so 17 years writing and, and another 10 before that. Just maybe a with, couple before that, like three yeah. or four. But, but uh, you know, and then part of me is like, yeah, but I'm a middle-aged woman. I have no, there's no, I mean, I should, if I have any opportunity, I should grab it because I'm unhirable in Los Angeles, right? <laughs> maybe, I don't know. I have no idea. You right. Know, it's hard did to I tell. Just, did I just have a great thing for 10 and a half years and that, and that's it? Um. I don't know. I, I you know, yeah, you, I, you I don't, don't have know, an answer. But I'm just saying, but, like, that, those are the things that are running through my head. You know, it's weird about that. Of course, that's running. Yeah, because we all have that. Mm -hmm. Did I tell you about Peter Marshall? Yes. Okay. Uh, the you Hollywood didn't tell Squares them. Guys. I didn't tell the people. No. People. Uh, Peter Marshall is 95 years old and is looking for voiceover work. Uh, but other than oh, that, you didn't tell me he's looking for via. You told me some other stuff about his well, kid. his son, and that's that was in TMZ and and Deadline and stuff. Oh, his I son see. passed away from COVID. Yeah. In a week, his son was 68, and he lived in Kauai, and he, he, did, he wouldn't get the vaccine because there was no COVID in Hawaii. Well, that makes sense because there's nobody flying to Hawaii bringing COVID. Uh, uh, right, there's no rats 20, either. 25,000 no planes a day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's full of tourists. I mean, you know, even though they, they, they stopped it for a little bit, it's, uh, they're obviously back. Um, so back. Yeah. So where are we at? Because I'm schwitzing Please, like Kyle, crazy. I'm so... Oh my God, Six I'm minutes. so hot. I'm I'm warm. Oh, I got my I I texted the group, but um, so we're we took one of, it's the the picture for my album. Oh yeah yeah. So like I hired a makeup artist. She did a great job. She did my hair. It's amazing. And then why are you using then, that picture? <laughs> I don't know. It, it feels like it's a comedy album. It should be a funny picture. And nope. No. Why? No. Because it's an album of you. You'll, you will already be funny. Uh, let me uh, get, tell you an Elliot Cation. Okay. Okay. Which is, um, he's like, you should never introduce anyone as being funny. 
They're, they, they go up and they produce it. You introduce them with their credits. People are wowed. They expect, they're like, oh, this is a gift. Someone who's been on television, someone who's done these things. And then you go up and then, and then you're funny. Right. So I think that that's kind of comparable in the, in the album where people want to see your face. Like mine doesn't even have my face on it. Mine is not. I like yours. Yours is funny though. It isn't that funny. It's it's just sort of uh, Art Deco commentary on the yeah. times. Yeah, yeah, because it's um, it's just yeah, because uh, whatever. Yeah. Oh right, right, yeah. I was funny and I looked good. You're gonna want that. You're gonna want that. Maybe, maybe. Right, and well, the I'll thing go is, back is, and look at the Smilers then. Yeah, look at the Smilers and look at the. I mean, the. I think. Because I want to see. Because you're naming it that. I want to see you in that. Right. Well, it's a good name. Solid oh, there's name. pushback on the name. <gasps> ah, thank you. Doesn't have anything to do with them. Fuck them. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm like, I like the name. It's corset. I like yeah. the word corset. And I like the and you're metaphor. Wearing a corset. And I'm wearing a corset on the cover. And, and I don't mention it. I don't have a bit about it in my album. But it's just that's how I felt like I was tightly, uh, tightly wrapped mm -hmm. for the last uh, the for the, the time frame when I did wrote this material. I could barely breathe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then that's then that's awesome. Right. That goes in the liner notes if there are any. And it's awesome. <laughs> well, there's I, you know, I was like, well, could we have the other image for the back? And everyone's like, there's no back. There's it's no a back. digital. If there's yeah. no back. That's why I want the album. I want liner notes. Yeah. But the <laughs> so um I also did Largo and you did Largo. Yeah. Well, I did with Pat and I think I talked about it there, right? I don't know. Not Latin. We, we, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah it was yeah. right after, I think. Oh, yeah. I did it with Patton and um, uh, Orlando. Uh, I think I, I did to tell you about this. I, I told you that he worked for CORE. He worked for Sean Penn's thing. And uh, they go into uh, communities that are not getting the vaccine because of hesitancy or because they can't get the day. They're afraid they're going to have to take five days off, you know, because they've heard how, uh, it, how yeah. it can lay you out, if it, which it didn't. For me and you but but you know um oh i thought i told you that no but I and the show Orlando's was amazing last, and it was largo and okay but anyway yeah he's he's hilarious he opens for Patton a lot Patton was great it was a lot of fun and he's so he's such a good storyteller you know like he just he talked to somebody and they sparked a memory in his head and he 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 just comes out with a full story beginning middle end callback and and uh i'm not like that you know i'm i'm you know, I, I'm very structured, so I, uh, I admire watching that, you know, it's That's nothing cool. I can do. I did some crowd work and did some stories off of what I was talking to people yeah. on. Who did you work with? Um, oh, I worked, I did, uh, JP booked it. And oh, so, wow. yeah. Okay, cool. So I, for it was Pete Holmes. Coco. Yeah. Okay. It was Pete Holmes was closing. Okay. We all did twenties. We tag teamed. Oh, nice. And, um, I introduced, uh, Fahin Anwar, and then he introduced Solomon Giorgio. Oh man! And then Solomon Giorgio introduced Pete Holmes. That's uh, that's a great show. That was a great lineup and um, super fun. And I'm gonna, I guess, uh, Flannery was talking to me about uh, opening for Patton next month or in a, two months or whatever. Oh yeah, because he's doing uh, he's doing Patton and Friends. Okay, he goes I up cold. 
and he does like 10 to 15 and then he brings up the comics and MCs it and then he okay, closes nice. with like a half hour. Yeah, that's yeah. that's how it ought to that's be. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. And the um but I haven't seen Patton's set in de- a decade maybe. Really? Yeah, long oh, wow. time. I I'm, I'm yeah. really looking forward to seeing a uh, sort of a longer set. It'd yeah, be kind yeah, of great. Yeah. And then I and I watched a special. I oh. watched Tignataro's Drawn. Oh yeah. Yeah, because the guy who did LA Pets uh, and won an Academy Award last year for a short called Hair Love. Mm-hmm. He was the director and his team. <laughs> Jackie, you brought this up on the last three podcasts that you worked with him. But I that's worked okay. with him. I would too. Go you ahead. You guys, let me drop a name and then pick it up. <laughs> Did I drop something? Let me pick that up for you. There you go. And, um, well, because because I'm jealous. That's all it is. I'm oh, jealous sure. that, I mean, that he did That's why I watch any comedy is I'm jealous. Yeah. Um, but but how was it? It was a good. It was amazing. Did it distract you, or um, did it did it enhance or? Oh, it enhanced. I thought, and it was weird because he he, the animation was done as a special, so he animated the audience, because Tig goes to the audience. Oh several yeah, right, times. right. And uh, and there and and he also created sort of an intro, and I don't know whose idea was that. All I know is that when he did my show. Yeah. Uh, when he, uh, I didn't tell him what to animate, and he created so many other jokes with, without. Oh, that's so cool. I don't know if he created sort of the intro into it, into drawn, and then the animation changed several times, and it's only fifty minutes, and it's on HBO, and I recommend probably fifteen minutes of her act is extraordinary. is is, uh, is my favorite, right? Okay, and there's probably another. 15 minutes that he made even just crazy. And the last story, he animated Martha Kelly and Steve Agee. Oh, neat. Yeah, in the car. And Steve Agee is drawn to look like Kyle Clark. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, so you have to watch it, Kyle, because it's pretty awesome. 